This is a post-Christian podcast. Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meet Your Congregation, a Revolution Church podcast, um, where we do exactly what we say we're doing is you're meeting your congregation. Um, most of you folks listen online, and we're trying to get you to know each other mm-hmm. and kind of see the uh, diversity of the church. Um, today, we have a special guest. I've known David uh, for a long time, and he is from Toronto, Canada, eh? And um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, very good good friends with me and my sister, Um We've been Instagram friends for a while, but um, welcome, David. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing very well, thanks. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, So, David, let's start out with um, a little bit about who you are and what you do and, you know, what are you passionate about? Um, By day, I'm a technology banker person, so kind of a nerd, geek, boring (laughs) absolute introvert um who can't be an introvert because of what i do yeah Uh, so i fake being an extrovert on a regular basis (laughs) Uh, my passion my true passion is music and i've been a pianist i played piano since i was about i think my parents started me with piano about three years old wow um first time i actually played piano for a church service i was 12 wow so it was yeah it's um born and raised in the church and uh evangelical family uh it's the same church my parents attended it's being the same church my grandparents attended back in the day it was very much about the prosperity gospel and jamie i know you understand that <laughs> yeah um and and it was great at the time because you you don't know any difference until you you know you you kind of grow up and you go well i don't have a cadillac in a lincoln in my driveway <laughs> so am i not in favor and what is this favor that everybody's talking about why is why are people feeling these wonderful emotions of God and not just living? It, it's kind of hard because I, I went to um, the the church I attended also has a Christian school associated, so I went to that school as well. So you're very in in the whole church, as it were, and it becomes an institution as opposed to um, what it should be, and it's more about a relationship and an experience. And an institution is probably the best word because that's what it, it did feel like for decades. But you're still there. I am still there. Yeah. What changed? What changed for you? Me. Oh, cool. Me. Um, I can I can go to the same building, the same institution. Uh, the leadership has changed. The the style of, of uh, church, as you know, it has changed. You're not expected to wear your three-piece suit and tie uh, every Sunday. Our uh, senior pastor will get up and he'll wear a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. Um, it's a little more come as you are and, and a little more embracing of, of everybody. Um, Toronto's probably one of the most multi- multicultural cities in Canada. And it, it's great to look out throughout the entire congregation and, and you just look around and go, wow, this is no longer the white church. And it's great. Yeah. Because it really it really depicts who the city has become here and, and who what Canada is all about and what God wanted. Right? 
And it's funny because when I often think about going to Canada and, and, and I've been a few times and spoken a few times, you know, you don't always think of like, oh, Christians, you know what I mean? Because there's, I mean, I yeah. just remember talking to folks in, in Canada and in, in Toronto and in, in other places where they were like, oh, I've never even thought about if I believed in God or not. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's totally not an American way of thinking. That, you was, know? The, that was the case with the last yeah. Canadian listener that we did a Meet Your Congregation with. Yeah. She, that was her experience. She didn't have any religious background at all, but she still engages with the revolution. So it's definitely a, more of an American um, thing, I think, to, to have that as a prerequisite. I have to agree. And, and uh, I don't know if that falls in line with the whole American patriotism, which I just love. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's so embracing. It, current, everything aside, um, the whole institution behind um, uh, uh, the Americans, um, you know, the 4th of July and Thanksgiving, it, yeah. it's, it, it's, we don't celebrate that the same way. You know, we have our we have our Canada Day, and it's exciting. We wave flags, and uh, um, we're that house in the neighborhood. So, of course, we decorate the house with flags and have some stuff. But um, yeah, the Thanksgiving thing is, it's not always been that great big celebration of patriotism. Um, you know, good old Uncle Sam. So it, it is a little different, and the in the whole gospel faith up here, I think it's. And I again, I don't know if it's because uh, Canada is so multicultural and so diversified that we have so many different religions that are being embraced and, and it's not uh, there's not a church on every corner um you know you'll drive down the street and you'll pass past uh, um, a mosque and um a synagogue and a buddhist temple and you know there might be an old church that's been there for a long time and the parking lot's kind of empty but uh, so it's it, it's definitely a different culture but there are a few of us here that uh, yeah, that still, that, that still um, haven't lost the faith completely, as, as it were. So you've, you know, I've I've known you because you know, you know, you you know my sister, mm-hmm. and are, is, is our connection through my family? I mean, I, I I like I know we've talked a lot, but I'm just trying to think yeah. like what where where did we connect? <laughs> it it goes back to the mid '80s, early '80s. Yeah really, um, with your family. And then I think you and I connected probably 10 years ago. Okay. Um, through the Twitterverse. Yeah. And, uh, I had just read your book, uh, son of a preacher man. Okay. And, uh, I think I reached out to you and you'd done a forward in it or a dedication. You made mention of, um, a, a couple that whose names were so unique that I grew up in here at, at in the Toronto church going, okay, there's only one Faye and Ray. Yeah. You know? so, so, I, so I think I reached out and was like, does this happen to be the same per, uh, same couple? And, uh, and that I think started the whole ball. Okay. And then, uh, and then uh, with Sissy, that just took it to a completely different dimension. Yeah. She's amazing. So, she's great. <laughs> Gosh, I love that one. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm getting to see her for Christmas. I'm really excited about it. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm taking oh. the kids up, and so nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be so great. Yeah, I can't wait. She's probably already started shopping. You know that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. She's she always does it. Ten, I mean, she they they my my kids call it the Christmas house. You know? Yeah. Which is the same way that they would have done about my mom had they ever met my mom. I mean, well, my mom always had a yeah. Christmas house or a Halloween house or whatever yeah. holiday she was yeah. always. With, 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 
with lots of sugar and lots of yeah, lots of sugar ice. and lots of uh, yeah, lots of uh, fudge and because well, Minnie will probably get her first Louis Vuitton. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Minnie's kind of a tomboy. She might get a she might skateboard. Um, <laughs> Milo might get his first Louis Vuitton. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, as far as revolution. Um, have you listened to Revolution? You're connected with Revolution. You know what's your connection there? I've been there? listening to Revolution for quite a few years. Okay. And um, for me, because my natural instinct is to be that introvert, it's nice to kind of do things in my own time and in my car or in my own home. And listen, what Revolution does for me, it allows a new level of Jesus. Oh. And. Um, I, I honestly get emotional when I hear you talk about grace. Oh, thank you. Because if anybody can talk about grace and still have a smile on his face, it was Jamie Big. Oh, and uh, sorry, just gets me going. Um, and, and just to hear that, you know what? You know, I, I need to stop my whining because life experiences that I've gone through have not nearly been to the same degree um whether it's emotionally whether it's publicly whether it's family related whatever um and yet jesus has always been able to get me through it and it's really nothing that much and, and then when i hear stories of other people and i hear i hear your interviews of your your congregation it's so cool to get a complete vast array of, of the uh, of who is in tune with this and i i find it fascinating that your congregation online seems to be growing and growing and growing and yet your live congregation you probably have it, it seems to be a relatively small group yeah it is very small of, of committed people and i think that's so cool it's like do these people just not realize who live locally <laughs> or what's happening there <laughs> we hope <laughs> we hope they just find out and they all run in well because i know if brian was just down the street i'd be there mm-hmm. oh thanks yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're, Minneapolis is quite progressive. So, you yeah, know, you have right. like a universalist Unitarian church down the street. And you've yeah. got the ELCA Lutherans, mm-hmm. which, you Solomon's know, Porch. Solomon's Porch. You know, so you've got a lot of stuff like that. And I guess we don't have children's care. So that might yeah. play a part in uh-huh. it. I mean, I have to, you know, get a babysitter or ask, ask the kid's mom to watch them when I do service. Otherwise, it's, <laughs> otherwise you'll hear them. Mm-hmm. And they'll, many will be on my lap. Yeah. <laughs> during service. They'll grab the mic. But how great is that? No, it's pretty amazing. You grew up on with your mom and dad too. Yeah, no, it's so bizarre to like watch, like see pictures of them sitting on my lap and then like go back and see pictures of me sitting on my parents' lap and yeah. them playing with microphones. And I mean, that's how I used to always be is like get up and play with the microphones and look in the monitor and pick my And you'd nose. see Sissy with his little tuft of dark hair running across the bottom <laughs> of, the, yeah. of, the, of the TV, you know? It was just... <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a strange, strange world, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. It is weird, Mm -hmm. but hopefully, you know, we'll just keep pressing along and if people want to come, they can, but you know, it's the getting to know people from the online congregation has been, uh, really fantastic and been very eye opening too. Cause it's like, sometimes you just feel like you're speaking into the void, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and I got back from Belfast just recently, I came back and it was, you know, then there was very small group of people and I was like, what am I doing? You know? Mm-hmm. For, you know, and not that it's about numbers, but you just kind of go like, yeah, how long I've been doing this? And mm-hmm. you know, and then you remember, oh, wait, there's people online listening to this and yeah. waiting for a sermon. And 
So yeah, they are, you know, and, 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 and there's people like myself who enjoy going to the, the podcast. Okay. Is the, the new one downloaded? Yes. <laughs> I gotta wait till Sunday. And okay, well, I'm probably not going to hear it till Monday, but I can play it. I'm going to be sitting in the car for an hour driving to work. You know, mm-hmm. that's the convenient cool. thing about podcasts. It's like radio on demand for or like right? Netflix for radio kind of thing. And no commercials. Yeah. So yeah. Uh-huh. Well, th- we would have commercials if we had sponsors. So. <laughs> yeah. If we could have commercials, we yeah, would. We would. Bud Light presents. Yeah. Bud Light presents. <laughs> yeah, oh, my know. God. Well, that's what I'm thinking. They, <laughs> little, they little pay the brand. most. A <laughs> little off-brand there, but <laughs> Off-brand, but they pay the most. Yeah. You know? It's like Budweiser. Coca-Cola. Virgin Diet- Bud Light. Diet Coke. <laughs> Non-alcoholic. Diet Coke. Yeah. Di- yeah, Diet Coke would, would be good. Yeah. For they sure. Just send me drinks. Yeah. Um. So, you know, you know, history with the family and, and, and history with revolution. And, um, I appreciate what you said. That means a lot to me. Um, I guess one of the things we do on the, 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 this podcast is we kind of ask people if they have ideas of kind of like what we could do better, um, or more of, or even less of, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, or just ideas, you know, of, of what an online community can do. To, to, mm-hmm. to grow or um, so I don't know we, we gotta ask what do you think we're doing good and what, what do you think we could we could do more of or less of <laughs> I think what I love about it is it, it's just real it, it's not it's not that formalized structure that you would get at a church or um, or a, a, a ministry organization or something like that where you know you've got your opening song mm-hmm. you've got a word it, it, it's Jamie bringing his heart and you know sometimes you pause and I, I love when you take a pause and start to think about something before you say it, it it's, it's just like because that, that for me that actually draws me in it's like okay hmm. if he if he's thinking about it I need to start thinking about it a little bit more than just you know absorbing it um, that's why I, there's really not much I don't like about it if I didn't like it I probably wouldn't listen <laughs> well thank you um, that's just reality right yeah. um yeah, and I don't know if it's a social media thing to get more people to to draw in, or um, and that could possibly be um, the meet your congregation is a brilliant idea. And I don't know which one of you guys came up with that, but I thought, wow, that's so amazing. This guy over here, nice job, Caleb. Thank you, <laughs> appreciate that. Um, it's nice to hear. But 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 that's so great because you're actually getting to interact with these people who know you, and and you've spent your entire life where everybody knows you. Or knows you, you're right. you know what I mean. Um, but you don't really know them. And on a smaller level, I can relate because I grew up in the in this church, my family, and everybody knew my family, and everybody knew me, but nobody knows. You know, you, you, people pass you in the hallway, and they go, "Hey, Dave, how you doing?" I'm like, I'm good. I have no idea who you are, but I'm hmm. good. Thank you for asking. So I I love that because it gives it, it just it just gets you that opportunity to meet people. You know, even you were talking, um, I know you, listened, you interviewed that lady, I think she was from Quebec. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and just getting a different approach and, and because, you know, Canada is a little bit different structure with with our our um, our beliefs and, and, and the different religions and the different fundamentals even. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we're any different because Canada is just as divided as the U.S. these days. Uh, which is sad. Yeah. But it really helps to bring it closer to you. And then you actually have that one-on-one time to sort of like, okay, so this is somebody that I've never met. 
And but they've listened to me, so they know what I'm talking about. But they actually take time to listen to me, so let me ask them some questions. And this is great because now you've got an interaction. So you've got you're building that relationship with that individual person who's going to continue to support what you're doing. And they're gonna they're probably gonna tell somebody, hey, have you have you heard Jamie talk about this? Or you know, I was listening to or something comes up in a conversation about something. And it's like, you know, it's funny. I, I was listening to a podcast the other day. Have you ever listened to Revolution Church? And I'm like, oh, church. Yeah. It's like, well, have a listen. You know, it's not, it's not your formalized thing. It, mm. It's actually kind of cool to just sit and listen to Jamie talk. And that's what I, for me, that's what it is. It, it's, it's just sitting down in my car or at home and putting on the pod thing, and just listening to what you have to say. And more times than not, you actually say something that's relevant to whatever's happening in my world at the time. Wow. You know, um, but the grace one is the one that just, every time I tune in, you start talking about that. I just get, I'm a mess, <laughs> but, 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 it, but it just, cause that's what hits me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just, just the entire word of grace and what does grace actually mean? And what does that look like? And it, you know, what are, who are we supposed to be in the eyes of grace? Are we supposed to be perfect? Like, Oh God, no, I hope not. Because if you look back in the Bible, as you talked about, it, you know, Jesus didn't hang out with the rich, pretty people. Yeah. You know, he, his best friends were the prostitutes, the dealers, the, you know, that's who he liked. You know, so like, okay. Yeah, I feel like grace is like this constantly evolving thing in my life that I thought, you know, after 20 some odd years, I'd move on to a different subject. And I and I have little subjects that I move on to and I focus on and, and, and ideas, but grace has been that constant line that always runs through everything. And uh, it is because that's what it boils down to. At least for me, again, yeah, that's, me too. again, that's what it boils down to. You know, without grace, we got nothing. We're going to be judged. We're going to judge people. We're going to be hated. We're going to hate people. Yeah, it puts you in a kind of a miserable spot when you don't have it. I mean, life is miserable and tough anyway. Yeah. with it <laughs> but it is definitely a tool to help you get through um or or de- you know pre- not make you feel like i have to be happy all the time or i have to be complete or i have to have this because i feel like the message of grace is like you're not complete you you won't be complete and that's why we have grace if there was some other yeah. completeness there'd be the law or there'd be regulations or a how-to book or you'd send in a thousand dollars and i could send you prayer cloth and Everything would be better, <laughs> you know. Um, unfortunately, that doesn't work. Uh, um, Buy some indulgences. I heard, real quick. I, heard, I heard there's a, there's another place that does that. Yeah, anyway. there's another baker that does that. I'm not the other. I'm the other. I'm I'm the wrong baker. For You're two point Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I wish I could raise money like the guy does, but um, and maybe one day, who knows? We'll make a living off of this thing. Um, but yeah. So, well, I appreciate that. Um, it's nice to hear. You know, that we're doing the right thing. And it's nice to, when we ask this question, to hear that kind of stuff too. For sure. You know, um, and, and I'm not here to boost your ego. That's not my personality or anything. I'm just being honest with you because some of the things you are so open with who you are as an individual and the struggles that you go through and, and the joyous yeah. you go through. And that means more. That's great to me. That, that, you know, that you, that you have come, you, you speak from the heart. I hear pastors talking and they, they're wonderful, but I'm like, what do you know of this? What do you, how can you possibly relate to me? You know, um, wonderful speakers, wonderful orators, but 
the relatability just doesn't exist. Yeah, I guess you kind of have to choose one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Great orator or relatability. Mm-hmm. I'd go with relatability. Mm-hmm. But it's also because, I mean, I've grown up in front of people my whole life, and I don't know, I've just become a something of a transparent person. Too, I need things broken down. You know, I can hear a great speaker and... I used to think the success of a speaker was if I didn't quite understand what he said at the end. Yeah, right. So I used to think Pete was really good. And, uh, <laughs> but I need everything cut down into bite sizes for me, you know? And, yeah. and, and, or, or like if I'm reading something amazing, I'm like, wow, I want to tell somebody about this, but this isn't either I'm going to have to read from the book, which sometimes I do, or mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to figure out a way to strip it down and, and, and break it down to its its basic core. And and like you came, like brought up before, grace is often at that core mm-hmm. and uh, learning to kind of mix those two things together. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that's, what it, that's all it needs to happen is just to break it down. It doesn't have to be done even in one sitting. You know, it's like get through a certain part of it and like, but there's so much more and I'll tell you about that next week. Or something. Yeah. Trust your gut, right? Because yeah. if you're not, if you don't get it the first time and you need it broken down, chances are your listeners yeah. who haven't been preparing for what they're about to hear, you know, they're going to need that breakdown just as much to better understand it and, and, and allow them to sort of like, okay, how is this relatable to me? And, and, and put the whole, the whole connection there, you know, and, and, and there's that whole, oh my goodness, how does Jamie know what's going on in my life? After, you know, that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just suffering is <laughs> brings us all together, yeah. um, and so does joy. Oh my God, what did Sissy text him? <laughs> <laughs> well, David, I appreciate your time today. Um, my pleasure, thank you guys. I'm so yeah. glad we finally got to have you on, and it's good to chat with you. And hopefully, uh, I get to chance to bring the kids up there and visit sometime. You know, yep, we'd love to do that still. So plenty of room. The pool will be open again once the snow's gone. Well, awesome. Well, maybe we'll just wait. A little bit and come up there. I'll do Belfast, then I'll come there. That sounds great. You guys fly through Toronto. All right, yeah. Well, David, thank you so much. Great to see you, and thanks for listening, man. I appreciate much it. Much love to you guys. Much well, love to thank you. you. Bye. We'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com/slash/donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. Hi, this is Caleb with Post-Christian Podcasting. If you're a fan of Revolution Church Podcast, you'll probably also like our brand new show, Loosen the Bible Belt. Here's a quick clip of co-hosts, our own Jay Baker and comic Kristen Becker, interviewing Derek Webb of renowned Christian music fame. Check it out. Can I get an Amen! Every random person who believes anything, if the art they make is good, is amplified. And I actually don't have a a specific problem with that anywhere else, because any other genre of music isn't the soundtrack for a specific worldview, the way that Christianity is. Well, that's the thing, for sure, that where you guys... That's what bothers me. Yeah, where you guys were suddenly like spokesperson for a movement that went way deeper than, you know, than just being musical artists. And that some of us had only started to really seriously study 18 months before. Right. Which means we were really not qualified to have that position or had that voice. God, a medical monopoly for all patients in pilots.
That was a post-Christian podcast.